Good morning. Nice to see you all. You have braved the cold Florida morning. This is like the middle of summer in Michigan, so we're glad that you are with us this day on what has always been for us one of the greatest days of the year, Student Ministry Sunday, when we have the chance to be led by our students and worship and to be inspired by our students in their own witness and to uh, wonder with our students about what God is up to uh, in our lives. It's an opportunity for us to realize that the youth are not the future of the church, they are the church. And so we get to participate with them today, be led by them, and to be reflective on what the Apostle Paul said, that we are not to despise our youth, but we are to be believers in example, in speech, and in conduct, and in love, and faith, and purity. So I am tickled that we are here this day to do so, and I'd like to invite Sarah Soboleski to share with us some announcements today. Good morning. My name is Sarah Soboleski. I'm the Director of Outreach and Families here at Church of the Palms, and it's my pleasure to share with you a few announcements. First, the church is starting a new book study for our Life Together groups, a book called Good News for Anxious Christians, which seems um, good timing for such a title. Um, you can purchase those in the office at a discounted price for $13 when the office is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. And if you're not in a Life Together group, pass Pastor Mingy can help you with that. It's a really a, a wonderful way to grow in your faith in these small group reading, reading groups. Uh, in addition, Pastor Steve has just started a new Wednesday Night Life series called Six Witnesses, Exploring Our Discipleship of the Sixth 20th Century Saints. So they had their first meeting, but since each week is a new 20th century saint, it's not too late to join. So you can go to our website and see a list of the films and documentaries that they're watching in advance of meeting that is happening on Zoom, and you can sign up on the website. Then beginning this Wednesday, the 13th at 9 a.m., Pastor Lori is resuming her um, class with spiritual director Anita Lustria, where they're looking at the spiritual discipline of Lectio Divina. And that's, again, happening on Zoom. You can find more information on our website, but that is a really uh, nourishing and um, fruitful practice. So I invite you to join them for that. So as Pastor Steve said, today is Student Ministry Sunday. Also in our 9 o'clock, we saw a whole gaggle of third graders receive their Bibles. It was really a pleasure. It was so, so many of them. I think over a dozen third graders came out and received their third grade Bible. And they will be spending the next four weeks with Miss Carol learning more um, about how to navigate this wonderful book, the book. Um, there are many ways you can support our youth. You can pray for them and for uh, their leaders. Certainly that is helpful, and we ask you to do that. You can also volunteer, and there are ways to be helpful to the student ministry from home. Um, on occasion, if, you're, if your schedule has limited availability, um, or regularly. Um, 
and of course we also ask for your continued financial support of the ministry. Our goal this year is to raise $50,000 for student ministry. That money goes to ensure that we're able to have mission trips and worship experiences and really strongly weekly programming to ensure that these students are poured into in a way that grows in them a strong and resilient faith that they can take out into the world. I've been able to work with these young people for about a year now, just over a year, and it has changed my life uh, immeasurably for the better. You know, 2020 was a hard year for all of us, um, and that is certainly true for these young people. Um, They have given up graduations and um, sacred rituals that they had spent their whole lives looking forward to. Um, They have suffered tremendous losses And they have had to deal with stress and isolation and um, really difficult bumps in the road. And yet, they have consistently been compassionate and kind, resilient, grateful, and really, really funny. (laughs) I'm grateful to have laughed as much as I have in this last year when laughter has been such medicine. So these mission trips and the faith formation experiences mean so much to them, especially this year. And the fine uh, high school students who are leading us in worship today, they want more than anything else for the same experiences for those third graders, for the kids coming up behind them. And so I know that I speak on their behalf when we say that we appreciate your consideration of the ways in which you might be called to be a part of this transformative ministry. Um, We're doing a um, 30-day random act of kindness challenge together. They don't really know about this yet, but they will tonight. And um, there are bingo cards where you can check off kind things as you do them. And if you would like to participate in that with us, you can find that on our website on the families page. And this letter, um, uh, this week a letter will reach you that will reiterate a lot of what I just said. So you can consider, uh, consider it further. So let us continue our worship. Thank you. Stronger 
This is like a puzzle. Good morning. 
Good morning. Wow, that was easy. So we are at the time in our service where we get to worship God with our offering, and it is such a blessing to give back just a portion of what has been given to us, and we are so grateful for your generosity. You know there are four ways to give easily, and when you're worshiping here in person, you can even just drop it in the basket on either side as you leave. We want to thank you from really the deepest part of our being for the way that you partner with us in loving God and loving neighbor, and you have throughout this entire time that we've been in quarantine and this this time that we've been together, so thank you. So we are going to, as we always do, have a moment that we can share our prayer concerns with each other. Blake is going to go around with his microphone, which he will wipe off with alcohol in between people. If you have a a prayer concern or a joy that you want to share, if you would raise your hand, um, we'd like to hear the prayers for each other. Yeah, right here, Ethan. So while Ethan is going back to get his mic turned on, I want to remind you that there are prayer cards in the back that you could write your prayers and we'll be praying for you during the week. Or if you're worshiping at home, that you could email me at lhaas at churchofthepalms.org and um, I will lift those prayers up as well. Alex Vefeus had surgery and it was a pretty tough one, Um, but we've heard that he's doing good and is, is making some good progress. So... Prayers for his family, but also joys that that he's making progress. Excellent. Thank you, Ethan. And our youth group, a good portion of them that Olivia led, went over and gave um, Alex a great care package uh, during his recovery, and it was really rough. So thank you. And so we can continue to pray for them. How else can we be praying on this day? I would ask for prayers for my sister Amanda and her family. They're um, going through a divorce, and um, just for my niece and nephew, and just never, there's no good, easy way to do it, right? So prayers for Amanda and her children in particular. Thank you. And as we remember Amanda and her kids and um, her ex-husband-to-be, we remember all of the broken relationships, and we all have people in our lives, in our family and in our friend groups who deal with brokenness. So let's remember those all as we pray this week. Thank you, Sarah. And Steve. Uh, Last week we prayed for the Melbourne family and for little Ava, and we uh, keep them in our prayers. And we got some good news this week that she's making some uh, unexpected progress. So we're thankful for that. but they'll still be up in Memphis for quite a time at St. Jude's Hospital. So Ava, little Ava, has cancer, pretty, um, pretty bad cancer, if there's any good cancer. Um, so as we remember Ava this week, can we remember other people in our lives that are battling cancer, that are struggling with other sorts of illnesses, um, because God hears our prayers, and um, thank you for lifting that up. Um, prayers um, for my son Matthew who is worshiping with us Um, he is a single soldier in the army out in Colorado and is back Um, but he like I think a lot of well a lot of people but a lot in the military is 
dealing with some uh, mental health issues and uh, brought on by the pandemic. Um, he's feeling extremely isolated. And I just pray for all the military, especially who are just, there's been suicides and stuff that he's heard about and he knows about and they're extremely isolated and, and, uh, and they're serving our country. So I just really lift them all up. Wow, thank you. And Emily, maybe you could get us his address so that his church family, that we could do some reaching out in special and particular ways. Um, we would love that. So if you'd email me this week or text me, that would be great. Thank you for lifting that up. And oh, yeah. Anything else? Well, these two um, lovely high schoolers are going to introduce themselves, and then they're going to lead us in a litany for kindness as our prayer. So I'm going to get out of the way, and you guys can take your masks off and lead us in that. I'm Jaden Ray. I'm a junior at Venice High School. I'm Gianna, and I'm also a junior at high school. So please join us in prayer. God, make us attuned to your compassion. To the kindness of your heart. Transform our hearts and minds so that in kindness we weep with those who weep. In kindness we rejoice with those who rejoice so that in kindness we listen to the stories of others. In kindness we regard them as more important than our own. In kindness we allow ourselves to see hidden broken hearts. And in kindness we perceive a greater story. In kindness we care for the orphan and the lonely. In kindness, we care for the sick and the prisoner. In kindness, we care for those whose lives are just beginning and those whose lives are at an end. In kindness, we care for those in crisis and in need of refuge. In kindness, we care for those disregarded, disempowered, and marginalized. In kindness, we consider how to maintain our hope. In kindness, we consider how to serve our communities. In kindness, we consider money and power as tools for good, not end goals. In kindness, we consider all humans to be made in your image. The precious kindness of Jesus Christ, which firmly corrected and firmly forgave. The precious kindness of Christ, which prevailed over death, violence, and empire. Guide, guide our, our hearts, hearts and, and mouths and keep, keep us, us in, in perfect, perfect peace. peace. Amen. Amen. Good morning, my name is Kate Wagner, and I'm a senior at Riverview High School. The first scripture reading is from the Old Testament, 1 Samuel, 20th chapter, beginning at the 12th verse. Hear the word of the Lord. Jonathan said to David, by the Lord, the God of Israel, when I have sounded out my father about this time tomorrow, or on the third day, if he is well disposed toward David, shall I not then send and disclose it to you? But if my father intends to do you harm, the Lord do so to Jonathan, and more also, if I do not disclose it to you and send you away, so that you may go in safety. May the Lord be with you as he has been with my father. If I am still alive, show me the faithful love of the Lord. But if I die, never cut off your faithful love from my house, even if the Lord were to cut off every one of the enemies of David from the face of the earth. Thus Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord seek out the enemies of David. Jonathan made David swear again by his love for him, 
for he loved him as he loved his own life. The second reading is from the book of the Acts of the Apostles, in the second chapter, beginning at the 43rd verse. All came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all, as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. My name is Olivia Mason, and I'm a senior this year at Venice High School. My Church of the Palms journey started 18 years ago when I was baby Jesus at three weeks old in the Christmas play. I've been so lucky to have this amazing place to call my second home growing up, and the memories and relationships I've made here will last me a lifetime. When I was younger, my mom and I would come to traditional service every Sunday and sit in the back together, and those mornings will forever stick in my heart long after I leave Sarasota. I feel like it was yesterday I went to Sunday school or helped my mom take care of Isa so her parents could go enjoy the service. Church of the Palms has taught me a lot of things, but I think the ones I will take from here are how to love my neighbor and stand up for what I believe in. As I entered middle school, I would go to youth group with my friends, but it didn't have as much of an impact on me as high school youth group does now. Church of the Palms has given me an opportunity to spread God's love in multiple states and make memories of a lifetime with my best friends. My journey here truly started in eighth grade confirmation when I got to know all my other seniors and ignited a family and bond I didn't know was possible. But the two years I've gotten to go to Montreat were the best opportunities of my life. I distinctly remember my first time on the bus to Montreat the summer after my freshman year of high school. I was nervous because even though I had friends on the bus, I didn't really know everyone that well. It was only a couple hours before I was making jokes and talking to all the older kids, which was the first sign to me that this was going to be an amazing week. This week was the first time I had truly experienced how loved I am by God and all the other kids on that bus. My first Montreat will always hold such a special place in my heart, but my second Montreat truly worked wonders in my life. I had been going through a difficult year leading up to the summer, and I was stuck in a cycle of self-hate and loneliness. I felt as if God's love was gone and I had no one. But if there's one thing that Montreat does for everyone, it shows us that we aren't and never will be alone. That week, I got to help a child give his life to Jesus, and it was an experience that I'll never be able to top. Being able to show that little boy how loved and appreciated he was not only by me, but by God was unexplainable. I describe Montreat as my thin place, the closest place between heaven and earth. It opens your heart to so many other teens from around the country, and getting to hear their stories of how God has worked in their lives was truly an amazing and eye-opening experience. We get to share our hard moments and celebrate our highs there. I get to sing, dance, and worship with my friends. Montreat is the place that taught me how to be vulnerable, kind, and stand by others when they need it. It taught me how to love with open arms no matter what, that's why when the pandemic hit and we heard that Montreat was canceled for 2020, I was devastated, but even more for the seniors last year. This trip is an extremely important milestone for us before we leave Sarasota and move on to college. Although it was heartbreaking and disappointing, I've seen so many examples of God not working in 
sisters' lives, but in mine. I'm extremely hopeful that come July 2021, myself and all my other seniors will be able to experience our thin place one last time. The pandemic made youth group really tough, but getting to go through it with all these people and realize how lucky we, lucky we are is really special. This church has helped me become a strong, kind, and outspoken young woman. If you had asked me three years ago if I would ever read scripture or a message in a church service, I would have said no way. This church has made me confident in being unapologetically myself. Church of the Palms has given me the best group of friends anyone could ask for. We're there for each other in and out of church, whether it's at youth or everyone going to Blake's house for pizza and game night. I spent hours laughing, crying, and worshiping with all of them, and those are the memories that I'll cherish for my whole life. We pick each other up through loss and grief and remind each other how strong we are. This place has given me the greatest role models a kid could have had growing up, like Sarah, Pastor Lori, Ethan, Bill, and all the other adult volunteers. They've helped shape me into someone who's ready to start a new chapter in my life. Church of the Palms has been a safe place for me and for so many others here, and I will be eternally grateful for all of the love I've experienced. I'm not sure where the next four years of my life will take me, but I know I can always come back here. It's my home, and there's no other place I would have rather grown up. Thank you. Good morning. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Blake Quigley, and I'm a senior this year at Riverview High School. I'm a member of the youth group, Palms Academy of Leadership and Service, and a leader for the middle school youth group. I've been a member of this church ever since 2002, when Olivia was chosen to be baby Jesus that year rather than me. Uh, I'm still upset with that defeat. Uh, throughout my early years, my attendance at church was very on and off. I was young and immature which caused me to never really understand my role as a Christian. I looked at church as a place I was forced to go to, and it got to the point where I said goodbye to the church after eighth grade confirmation. I was lost and confused and got to the point in my life where I was becoming someone that I disliked. I didn't know where I was in my walk with Christ, but I knew I was on one. Fortunately, I was blessed to have amazing people like Kai Hudson, Ben Kirsch, Blake Cook, and Olivia Mason, who all extended an invite to me to attend a youth group in the fall of 2018. After that Sunday night in August, I was finally found. I was skeptical about coming back to youth group after being gone for so long due to the underlying fear of not fitting in or not knowing anyone other than the kids my age. Although I wasn't immediately friends with everyone after that night, it certainly helped strengthen my relationships with the members of this youth group for future trips such as Rock the Universe or Montreat. My first Rock the Universe was quite the experience. It was a weekend at Universal with a bunch of amazing people. What's not to love? Uh, this was the first trip I went on, which allowed me to grow closer to the members of the youth group, although the trip that truly changed me was my trip to Montreat, North Carolina. I'm sure you all have heard about this amazing trip, and let me tell you, it's quite incredible. From the breathtaking views of Lookout Mountain, the calming sounds of Lake Susan, or the unlimited chocolate milks, Montreat is beautiful. This trip was it. I had found who God intended me to be and how he intended for me to serve. As I sat down by the creek that night, I took a deep breath and just thanked God for all my, all my blessings. Just like that, I resumed my walk with Christ. Unfortunately, I was forced to leave Montreat after my third day there to play in a lacrosse tournament in Massachusetts, where my team had the impressive record of zero wins and five losses. 
Although I was only there for three days, it was more than enough to understand that this church was my family. To say this church has helped me is an understatement. This church brings me happiness that I don't experience anywhere else. Whatever I'm feeling down or just need someone to talk to, I always reach my phone and give someone from the youth group a ring. It is usually Ben who picks up the most simply because we both get lonely driving, so we keep each other company. The members of the youth group are all very close. We're all constantly together inside and outside of the church, whether it's getting a bite to eat, hanging out at someone's house, or finding new ways for Olivia to question why she's friends with us. This church has provided me with so many blessings, but two blessings I hold very high are Ethan Howell and Sarah Sobolewski. These two have been there for me at my highest points and my lowest of lows. On the morning of November 8th, I woke up to a text that sent me to the floor in pain. I heard that my friend Saxton passed away from his battle with cancer. The one thing I never wanted to happen finally took place. I wanted to wake up from this nightmare as fast as possible, but as I looked back down at my phone, it was unfortunately reality. That Sunday, we had a pals meeting, and I just tried to get through it. But after the first, are you okay, the pain returned. Sarah was immediately by my side, comforting me and making sure I was okay. Later that night, Ethan came over and talked to Kai, Blake, and I to make sure we knew everything was going to be all right. Although the pain stayed, the healing process began. Both Ethan and Sarah are such amazing people who are constantly ensuring everyone in the youth group are okay. They constantly support me in my extracurricular activities, except that time Ethan played ultimate frisbee instead of watching me play lacrosse. It's okay, Ethan, there's no hurt feelings. Now for pals. My experience as a member of the Palms Academy of Leadership and Service has helped guide me to serve in the way that God intended. So far, we have completed two projects, which include the Bahamas Hurricane Relief and the homeless bags we passed around the homeless community in Sarasota. Palace has given me such a unique opportunity and strengthens the character traits of responsibility and leadership. Obviously, this year has been a little strange due to the pandemic. The youth group was moved to Zoom, and while it was nice getting to still meet with everyone, it just wasn't the same as being in person. We ended up stopping the Zoom call meetings, but shortly after, we began in-person meeting again. The church has done a phenomenal job keeping this place safe to meet, even in such a strange time. We have continued planning palace projects for 2021 and are hoping to go to Montreat this summer. I thank God for this church, the people he put in my life, and most importantly, the family I have. Most people know my grandma, Sandy Snyder, but I call her and will always call her my Mimi. Mimi has been the biggest influence on my walk with Christ. I cherish every moment I get with her, especially our Thanksgiving Eve tradition where her and I prep Thanksgiving dinner while singing along to the 80s Best Hits channel. We like to think we're better singers than we actually are, but we have fun doing it. Last but not least, my parents. My parents show me all the love in the world and always have my back. No matter what it is I'm doing, they will always be in my corner. I know it is my senior year and I'll be headed off to school in the fall, but while I may be leaving this town, I will never leave this church. Thank you, everyone. Let us pray. Thank you, O oh God, for the witness of Blake and Olivia and for all these students, Lord, who have chosen to follow you, who have chosen to respond to your love. We pray, Lord, that you would use each one of us to inspire young people before us and that we might look to others to continue to mentor us, whether they are young or old. Together, Lord, we are your people. We are your family. 
and we are so grateful to bear witness to your love. In Christ's name we pray, amen.
what a gift to be inspired by those students. And let me say that if you feel just a nudge from the Holy Spirit to be a part of that energy, you will find your life will not be the same. Reach out to Sarah and she will find a way to plug you in. There's so many opportunities. And now may the beauty of God be reflected in your eyes, the love of God reflected in your hands, the wisdom of God reflected in your words, and the knowledge of God flow through your hearts so that all might see and believe. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen.